everyone watches more than five hours of television. Really? And that's not counting mobile viewing. Get Dish TV and make that time worth it. With Dish, you can get hundreds of channels, access to all kinds of sports, tons of movies, premium channels, and more. Another thing that's really cool with Dish is you can watch most of your favorite shows on your mobile device anywhere for a lot less than cable. Yes, that's right. We are asking you to watch more TV and not less TV, but make it better television with Dish this time, anytime, anywhere. So call right now and learn how easy it is to save on your television bill and get the most out of your TV viewing experience. Dial that number and I promise you we're here waiting for your call because we want to save you money and give you better television. We are Dish TV. 800-293-0328 That's 800-293-0328 Welcome, you're listening to Sports Econ 101, the show where we discuss sports topics from a business perspective. I'm your host, Edward Brown, along with my co-host, Russell Jackman. At each commercial break, we're going to ask a sports trivia question. And in honor of our guest today, uh, the theme is the 2010-2011 Chicago Bulls. Of course, I had to have a, have a Bulls question because our guest coming on in the next segment is Chicago Bulls scout Dave Bullwinkle, who we've had on uh, in the past. And it'll be kind of fun to go over some stuff. We've got a lot of good basketball things to cover. I uh, uh, want to ask Dave about uh, the Draymond Green suspension and about the Wizards and the Capitals potentially moving to Virginia due to crime. And uh, there's a lot of other sports stuff we want to cover that we can also discuss with uh, Dave. Uh, I know Russell, uh, basketball is Russell's favorite uh, sport, so I know he'll have a lot of good questions and comments for you. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, it, well, yeah, right now I'm pretty happy about the 49ers, but that's. And and we'll we'll get and we'll, uh, saying, we'll also. You know, right now I'm pretty happy about the 49ers, too. Yeah, was it kind of strange to root for? Now, we're recording this show on Tuesday, so it was right after Monday Night Football. Was it strange rooting for the Seahawks against the, the Eagles? Russell? No, because, you know, whatever works to help the 49ers out, I'm, I'm all oh, in favor. I, I know, but it's like, how so, often do we root uh, for I can be the, an uh, Eagles fan. Yeah, but it's, it's just very, it's, it's not that often. Yeah, I can be a Seahawks for fan for, for a night, you know. Yeah. Heck, I rooted for the Cowboys a couple weeks ago. Yes, ex- exactly. Also, uh, one of the things we're going to ask uh, Dave is the NCAA president calls for a new tier D1 where schools can pay athletes, which would be a perfect question to, uh, to ask Dave. All right, you are listening to Sports Econ 101. Don't touch that bell. When we come back, we're going to introduce our uh, guest, Chicago Bulls scout Dave Bullwinkle. Don't touch that dial. We'll be right
Mount View Hotel and Spa in lovely Calistoga is turning back rates to a time when staying in Napa Valley was more affordable. Throughout the summer, you can book direct and apply our 15% True Blue discount and lounge by the pool, treat yourself to a spa experience, or watch a classic movie at sunset. All for just $395 per night for weekend stays or $295 per night for weekdays. Call 707-942-6877 or book online at mountviewhotel.com using discount code TRUB. Offer good through September 30th, 2023. That's mountviewhotel.com using discount code TRUB to take advantage of our 15% True Blue discount and stay for just $395 per night for weekend stays or $295 per night for weekdays. That's MountViewHotel.com. Attention business owners, how can you attract 22,000 new customers? How can you generate 10% in new sales? By accepting iText dollars for sales in the cashless marketplace, your business can access an exclusive cashless distribution channel, attract new customers, and generate new sales. Barbara Hill says, iText has been one of the best things I've ever done for my business. It brings me business I would never reach with any other marketing. It's simply the best cashless marketplace around. iText will change the way you look at money. Members increase sales, conserve cash, and utilize a new distribution channel by using iTex dollars to transact business. iTex is the leading marketplace for cashless business transactions across North America. Our members processed more than $300 million in transactions last year. The fact is, iTex dollars work. Isn't it time they started working for you? To register, visit itex.com, promo code 408408, or call 408-504-8404. Five for more information. Six friends, one outrageous idea, and a chance to make their dreams come true. Transcendence Theatre Company invites you to go The Full Monty, Broadway's hit musical comedy. July 28th through August 20th at Beltane Ranch in Sonoma Valley. You'll see why an evening at Transcendence is the best night ever. The Full Monty in Wine Country. Get your tickets now at bestnightever.org. Mountain Mike's Pizza in San Rafael is open for both takeout and delivery. So if you want pizza the way it ought to be, call us at 415-454-4300 or go to mountainmikesanrafael.com and order online. You can either pick up your fabulous pizza or we can deliver it to you. Our dough and shredded cheese are made fresh daily. So call 415-454-4300 or go to mountainmikesanrafael.com and order your pizza. Welcome back to Sports Econ 101. I'm Edward Brown along with Russell Jackman. So I want to reintroduce our guest because he's been on our show before, Chicago Bulls scout Dave Bullwinkle. Dave, uh, welcome back. Welcome back to Sports Econ 101. My privilege to be here. My pleasure. Thank you. Uh, so, hey, I want to first uh, get, uh, I want to ask you about this dream on green suspension. Uh, so, quote, suspended indefinitely, at least three weeks while undergoing counseling. And the game has changed quite a bit. I mean, I, I was thinking about how he flailed his arms and, and hit, um, i trying to remember, who, who did he hit in the, in the Nurkic. face? Nurkic. Nurkic, yes, exactly. And it looked like he was Nurkic. really, yeah, more trying to kind of, you know, get away from him rather than like specifically trying to, you know, to, to whack him, you know, to hurt him. But Green's had these issues before, uh, you know, with, I don't think he plays dirty. He just plays maybe kind of rough. 
Um, and I'm really not a big fan of Draymond Green, so I'm not, I'm not trying to, uh, uh, to to back him up. But did you ever have situations like that, um, you know, with uh, players? Well, never, never a player when I was a college coach that uh, what had so many issues as Draymond has throughout Draymond has throughout his career, whether it's stomping on Sabonis's chest or oh, the yeah. backhanded slap to Nurkic the other day, which I think was no que- no question in my mind when I saw it. He was trying to hit him. Okay, I would disagree with you on on the movements, uh, the punch to pool, uh, so many different issues. Oh yeah, yeah, and that's true. When it goes comes to counseling at his age, I, I'm a big believer that if you're born square, you're not going to die round. Uh, you get to be 30 years old, probably not going to change. You may be able to uh, temper it for a little bit, but in all probability, he'll snap back to just the way he's been. Yeah, that, now, that's a good part. Of- I forgot about the Sabonis uh, stomp because uh, because yeah, that was that was like an obvious one. So I, I actually uh, I'll, I'll change my tune a little bit and uh, agree with you on that. <laughs> Well, and then getting uh, LeBron in the the uh, nether regions, and and he's yeah. just it's just, but it is part of the way Draymond plays. He's one of those players that you love to play with him. And you don't like to play against him, um, and he's yeah. certainly been no question a major contributor to the success Golden State has had. But right now, it's a little bit of an issue and uh, a bit of a distraction, as it was a year ago too, with the pool yeah. situation. I'm a big believer that distractions mess up teams. Uh, distractions sure. hurt you. Um, and he has been a distraction for Golden State. Uh, you kind of love him, love him and hate him. Did he, he didn't have that problem when he played in Michigan uh, in college, did he? No, at Michigan State. No, he did not because yeah. I scouted him. and I, Now, he was an aggressive player. But what we're talking about, the situations that have manifested himself uh, once he's entered the NBA, no, that was there was no, no history of that when he played for Coach Izzo. Gotcha. Russell, you want to chime in here? Yeah. Um, so uh, uh, in a situation like uh, like um, Draymond Green, do you think that his positives still outweigh the negatives that he provides? Or do you think that the Warriors are going to try to, to ship him out? He has a huge contract. And they just yeah. re-signed him, so they, they, his contract has another three years. Is that something you think that would keep him for, on the Warriors, or do you think that uh, maybe the league might force him out of the uh, out of playing before that contract is up? I think it's more likely that the league does something than than he gets traded. I think the number, the salary for four years, is such in light of his history, he would be very difficult to move in a trade. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, a lot of people say that he means more to the Warriors than he does to other teams. You think that's the perception right now? I think that is the perception. Yeah. I mean the team loves him, apparently. Right? Yeah. I haven't heard except for except for Jordan Poole, who's not on there anymore. But uh Yeah, because no one came to Jordan Poole's defense when he punched him. Yeah. Yeah, I think crazy. I think part of it, and again, I have I'm not privy to the inside information with Golden State, but my sense is as an outsider looking in, part of that is that you can attribute to Steph Curry and his effect on the culture of that team. They've kept things pretty much in house when there have been problems, 
And I think of a lot of that's because of Steph's leadership. I saw something online today th- that questioned his leadership at this point in time. And I think that's uh, horse manure. I think he's a great leader. And it starts with the fact that even though he's been the face of the franchise for a decade, more than any other player in my memory that has reached this level of accomplishment, he's kept his ego in check. For example, yeah. when KD came to Golden State, mm-hmm. Steph was willing, willing to step back. Part of the reason KD left was he wanted to be the face of the franchise. That was never going to happen with Steph's here, but Steph was let willing to let KD be the main guy for to help Golden State, and that speaks to KD. Excuse me, speaks to Steph's unselfishness and team orientation which has been a probably as big as a big a factor in Golden State being successful his, as his ability to drop long threes. Yeah. So when you, you said that you did scout uh, Draymond when he was at Michigan State, uh, what, what did you see positive and, and negative? Well, a very aggressive player could play both facing the basket and from the elbow, and that's where, where Coach Izzo played him a lot for, at the elbow. Uh, a very good rebounder. We actually uh, made a mistake in not drafting him. We had a problem at that time with the Bulls. Derek Rose was going to miss yeah. the whole next year with a knee injury. We did not have a point guard on our roster. So at number 29, it was the only time in, in my 19 years with the Bulls that we drafted specifically uh, for need. And we took a, a lead guard who wasn't good enough and passed on Draymond when we should have taken him. And he was in the conversation, no question about it. Uh, I saw a player that in the late first round or early second was had a chance to be very valuable. Now, if you remember, he didn't contribute a lot initially with Golden State because he had a weight problem. But he got his weight under control and then became a obviously a major contributor who might even be a Hall of Famer. Not yeah. based on his numbers, but based on how he's helped the team win. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's interesting. I, I, um, I actually like to watch him shoot three pointers. You know, I know he's, he did, I don't know what his percentage is, maybe, you know, in the high thirties or, or whatever, but there's always something exciting to me to watch him, him shoot a three pointer. Cause you just never know what's going to happen. And, and they usually leave him open for it. Um, uh, moving on here for a minute. Uh, so the Wizards and the Capitals, uh, you know, the, the hockey and basketball, apparently they are seriously thinking about moving to Virginia due to the crime in D.C. I mean, that's that's a major issue. Um, now, Virginia is not that far from D.C. I don't know how far specifically. The only, uh, the only real crime right now involving the Wizards. The the only real crime that's involving the Wizards is how they're playing basketball on the floor. <laughs> well, at least they're not as bad as the Pistons, right? Yeah, they're Which, one game better. Uh, they're just about as bad as the Pistons. <laughs> yeah. Right now, the Wizards and just have almost happy as to... long a losing streak. Yeah. Yeah, the Wizards just are just happy the Spurs and the Pistons are in the league right now. Yeah. <laughs> I know it's funny. It's like the the Spurs. As soon as they got uh, Wemby, you thought, okay, there you you know. But it, obviously, you can see that it's a it's not a a one man show. It is a team sport. Tell you what, guys. Okay, so we're going to go to our first uh, trivia question here, and we're talking about the 2010 2011 Bulls, and and hopefully, uh, Dave, I don't put you on the spot too much. You know, assuming that you would just know everything about everything regarding the 2010 2011 Bulls. But here we go. 
All right. In the 2010-2011 season, the Bulls wore, quote, XX patch in their season on their jerseys. What was the significance of the XX? So a lot of times, you know, the uh, you can, they might have a patch that might have, you know, a, 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 a you know, an owner uh, or excuse me, not an owner, but like, you know, a player who died or, um, you know, uh, Rakatoon or whatever, um, you know, as a uh, uh, as a sponsor. But what was the significance of XX? All right. Stay with us. Sports Econ 101 will be right back. Don't touch that dial. Do you own an annuity, either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-760-1845-800-760-1845-800-760-1845. That's 800-760-1845. How is your car payment treating you? What if I told you you could make a free phone call right now and reduce your car payment by as much as $83 a month? Look at your car payment closely. You could be paying as high as 20% interest. Rate Genius can help you reduce your car payments by reducing your interest rate to as low as 2.48% APR. We can refinance most existing car loans or leased cars, new or used, and save you money every month. Put more money back in your pocket. The call is free to find out how low we can lower your car payment. Five minutes of your time right now could save you hundreds of dollars a year. Call Rate Genius now. 800-811-7913. 800-811-7913. That's 800-811-7913. Not all applicants qualify for a loan or rate savings. Actual offer terms, including APR, are determined at the time of your application based on creditworthiness, value of the vehicle, loan term, and other factors. One out of two Americans thinks their life is worthy of a book. Here's another startling stat. You may be one of the 15% of people who bothered to start your book and one of the 6% that got halfway through it, but your gem of an idea likely died. Or did it? Some published authors are making significant money, so join the ranks of the successful people that finish their books with help from Dorrance Publishing. Call right now and our experienced editors and writers will explain to you what it's going to take to get your book completely written, published, and then taken to market to sell it. 
It's a free consultation, so call right now. Find out how much time and money it takes to finally get that book idea of yours published. Make your dreams happen. Call Doran's Publishing right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. Welcome back to Sports Ecom 101. Edward Brown along with Russell Jackman and our special guest, Dave Bullwinkle. Um, all right, here's our first trivia question. In the 2010-2011 season, the Bulls wore XX patch on uh, on their jerseys. What was the significance of XX? Let's first see if Russell knows the answer to that. What do you think, Russell? Uh, you know it has to do with... Uh... No, I, I'm not sure. 20 years after their championship, I really yes. can't. can't ba- I, very I no good. Idea. Yeah, that was the that was the reason they wore XX because it had been 20 years since the Bulls won their first title of their six uh, championships. Um, and uh, Dave, you were you were kind of a major part uh, of those. I was going to say in, in cartoons, in, in cartoons. In cartoons, when they put XX on the eyes of somebody, that means they're dead. And given the 2010-2011 season, that would have been even just as appropriate. (laughs) How did they do that year? I'm trying to remember. I got to tell you, I don't remember. (laughs) Are you you sure, Russell? It it was, they were terrible. In that year? Yeah, it was not a good season. Russell, what was the record? Really... Do you remember what the record was? Oh, that I don't know, but I, I think they were probably in like the 35 range, 30, 30 to 35 win range. Um, you know, since since Jordan was there, they really haven't had um, any really significant winning seasons except a couple with uh, Derek Rose. Otherwise, yeah. they've been, you know, bottom feeders. And it does show you, you know, sometimes you sell your soul to the devil for uh, for championships. They got six. But they've not been a contender ever since. That's been a long Actually, time. Russell, you're, you're mistaken yeah. on that because in that middle of the time when we had Tom as the head coach, we were 62 and 21 year, the best record in the NBA. So there. Really? Okay. <laughs> that, that must have been the, the, the MVP the, the MVP season of, uh, of Derek Rose then? I am not sure. Uh, probably is that the one season that Derek Rose? Oh. Yeah, uh, you know we we were just on the then verge right of being... after that he got hurt and he, he was yeah he, he injured his knee three years in a row. We were just on the verge of being very good. We had Luau Dang at, yeah. at one forward, and we had Jimmy Butler and Joe Kim Noah in the post and Taj Gibson. We were very good, but unfortunately Derek got hurt three years in a row, and yeah. uh, some other players got a little bit older. Uh, Luau wanted a bigger contract and went as a free agent. So those things happen. Actually, uh, Russell, just for your information, in 20, the year, the 2010-2011 season, we were 62-20, and 20, the best record in the NBA. You're off a couple of years there, Russell. <laughs> okay, then it was right after that that they – yeah, then right after that they, they fell off the, the uh, precipice. They yeah, fell off the cliff. Which, yeah. you know, in the last eight or really ten years, we just them. we have just been mediocre. I agree with you. Yeah. And so I, I got a question for you guys, just in general. How come players can break contracts but owners can't? 
You know what I mean? It's like, you know, you know, the player can basically just kind of say, yeah, you know what? I'm just a... Uh, you know, can't I, make I to somebody to... perform. People are not slaves. People are not slaves. Yeah, no, you can't force them to perform. Though. The players are the ones that have to perform. Okay, but why couldn't they... Well, yeah, uh, because owner... the owners, they, they're not the ones that are performing. I know, but then why, why can't an owner then say, you know what? We paid you this big contract, but you know what? You stunk this year. You got to give half of it back. Right, you can't do that. It's one side. Players' union it. has a lot to do with that too. But go ahead, Dave. I was going to say I don't think it's so much a case of the players breaking the contract rather than uh, them forcing their way out. And they've got ways to do that: pushing for a trade, etc. You've seen James Harden play this game over the last decade multiple times. Yeah. Boy, it's hard. What has he? How has he been with about five teams now? If a player doesn't want to perform. Oklahoma City, Houston, uh, New Jersey, Philadelphia, the Clippers, five for sure, and there might be somebody else I'm forgetting. (laughs) Well, I know he hasn't played for the Warriors yet. No. You know, in fact, it was interesting. If a player doesn't want to play, if a a player doesn't feel like playing, you can't make them play. I mean, that's the thing is that, you know, if a guy – Wants to go. If you're trying to make a guy play, they can just go out and tank it and just be True. absolutely horrible on the, the the floor or on the field or on you know on the court. Yeah, and but if, but if an owner that, suddenly you know, says, the you owners know what? can't you do anything about that. Like you. Yeah, but 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 here's the thing: is right, it's like uh, like an employee. If he doesn't perform well, you can fire him. You can't, but you can't withhold his paycheck, right? So uh, in the NBA. You, you can't just suddenly go, yeah, you know what? You, you didn't deserve the uh, the money this time, so we're, we're just going to withhold your paycheck. I, I don't think that would work. They're not you know, at-will like, employees. The, uh, the yeah. NBA, NBA yeah. players are not at-will employees. So they, they have a contract that, that allows them to get paid even when they can't play. You know, um, if they get injured, it's just not something your average worker well, getting Getting injured is, is different. To, to, and the collective bargaining yeah, yeah, but, bargaining. Yeah. You know, they can say they're injured. Then, you know, they can. You yeah. know, they, they, a player could say, "Oh, you know, my my pinky hurts, and I can't, you know, play basketball." And unless yeah. the owner, you know, gives in to that, they they can just say, "Oh, I just can't play," you know, until yeah. you give me more money, or or you know, you trade yeah. some other player, or trade me. You know, I'm not. I you know, look at Le'Veon Bell is a good example of that in football. He did that yeah. same thing and he sat out an entire season. Yeah. Yeah. He actually it turned out to be a smart move for him. Um okay, so moving on here, because I want to ask Dave this question. So Not NCAA, really. He went to the Jets and he was a failure ever since. Well true. I, I mean at least uh, from a from a monetary standpoint it worked out for him. Um so uh, Dave, the uh, the NCAA uh, president is calling for a new tier of D one schools uh, excuse me, D1, where schools can pay athletes. Uh, what do you think about that? I think the NCAA has messed up college athletics to the point where it's become unwatchable and unbearable. Um, I, I said this a long time ago when I was a young assistant at Oregon in the late 70s. At that point, you could call the NCAA for an enforcement question. So the other assistant or, at Oregon and I, a guy named Jim O'Brien, being a longtime 
head coach in the NBA. In the NBA. Obi and I called the, N- the NCAA, each of us separately. At the same moment, got two different enforcement officers, asked the exact same question, and got two answers 180 degrees from each other. The NCAA has an impossible task and has been doing a poor job at it forever. Now, why are we in this problem now? The O'Bannon situation, for some reason, they thought Emmert, who was then the president of the NCAA, thought they were going to win that. They were never going to win that case. The NCAA didn't get out in front of the whole thing dealing with name, Im- image, and like- likeness. And now it's, it's put college athletics at the precipice of disappearing. And it's really a shame. And now you've got a guy trying to salvage the situation, having different tiers of payment and so forth. Um, between the NIL, the portal, and realignment, it's reached the point where I love college athletics. I love all sports, not just basketball, water polo, yeah. football, women's basketball. Yeah. I find it unwatchable now, other than doing my job, my job wow. I do. Wow. That's a, that says a lot. The, you know, the irony is that they're earning more money now. Go ahead. The, the irony on. is that they're earning more money now than they ever have with the TV contracts and, and everything. The NCAA, you know, may yeah. be unwatchable, yet, People are watching it in droves much higher than they ever have before. Yeah, I, I would agree that the, the the casual fan, especially the, the alum, especially when you talk in areas not like where we live in the Bay Area, which is really a pro, a pro town, because college athletics is not valued as much here as I value it. Uh, but it, it's still being watched by people in Alabama and Texas and South Carolina yeah. to the same degree as it was before, if not more. Gotcha. Um, <clears throat> yeah, yeah, it's interesting. We had this conversation many years ago with regard to uh, paying college athletes. And someone actually brought up an interesting point that, if, you know, if, if they're on, a let's say, a full scholarship, I mean, effectively, they're getting paid what the equivalent of the tuition would be. I mean, that's one way to kind of look at it, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, all right, guys, let's see here. Let's, uh, we come, when we come, we're going to ask our, uh, next trivia question in just a minute. We come back, uh, we, again, want to talk about some other, uh, sports as well as, uh, um, basketball. We'll let Russell ask some more basketball questions. I know he wants to ask Dave, but, uh, here is our next trivia question here. Which Bulls player, we were talking about the 2010, 2011 Chicago Bulls, which bull Bulls player had the nickname of Big Sexy. I didn't even know this one. I don't. I don't. I don't even know where I got this one. In fact, even Dave's looking at me, going, "What?" <laughs> See, I couldn't ask you any really easy questions, right? Couldn't ask you that one. Uh, so again, the 2010-2011 season, which Bulls player had the uh, nickname of Big Sexy? And uh, the hint that I'll give out. I can barely even remember this player. So he's obviously not, uh, you know, someone like, you know, Jordan or Pippen, et cetera. Okay. That is our trivia question. Stay with us. You're listening to Sports Econ 101. Don't touch that dial. We're going to be right back.
Are you ready for an unforgettable family adventure? Alcatraz Island is calling your name. Discover the history, mystery, and allure of the infamous Alcatraz Island with your loved ones. And the best part? You can enjoy it with a fantastic discount of almost 10% off. Introducing the Alcatraz Family Pack. Two adult tickets and two child tickets for the young explorers aged 5 to 11. It's a package designed to make your family experience even more memorable as you stroll through the historic prison, walking the same corridors as some of the world's most notorious criminals, and enjoying breathtaking views of the San Francisco skyline. Don't miss this unique opportunity to create lasting memories with your family while exploring one of America's most iconic landmarks. But the Family Pack is available for day tours only, so Plan your visit accordingly. Book today at AlcatrazCityCruises.com and embark on a once-in-a-lifetime adventure to Alcatraz, where history comes alive and memories are made. Terms and conditions apply. Family pack available for day tours only. Visit AlcatrazCityCruises.com for details. The Elk Cove Inn, voted number one of 77 bed and breakfasts in Mendocino County, invites you to explore one of the most romantic boutique hotels on the Northern California coast. This one-of-a-kind Ocean View Inn is part bed and breakfast, part homestead and sustainable farm. The Elk Cove Inn goes above and beyond to offer a home-away-from-home experience with unpretentious comfort, complete amenities, beautiful gardens and grounds, breakfast in bed, fine dining experience, and a day spa. Be prepared to relax, unwind, and recharge. Our spectacular ocean view rooms and cottages welcome you with a gift basket, champagne, and delicious breakfast. Enjoy the afternoon with a bonfire, wine, cheese, and games. A favorite for romantic getaways, the Elk Cove Inn is also a popular destination for reunions and business gatherings. Go to elkcoveinn.com for reservations. That's elkcoveinn.com. Palio Restaurants been the premier Italian restaurant serving downtown San Francisco since 1990. Palio features fine Italian fare and a Wine Spectator award-winning wine list, so there's no surprise it's been voted Best Italian Restaurant in the SF Weekly this year. Palio has consistently been voted one of the best restaurants in San Francisco by San Francisco locals. Palio's been in business for over 30 years and recently went through a complete remodel. Our guests can expect to receive the same excellence in food and service that has sustained us for over 30 years in a brand new and more modern space. Our 250-plus seat restaurant includes seating in four distinct spaces, making social distancing while dining easy in our establishment. All precautions are taken by staff to ensure a safe dining experience. Open Monday through Saturdays. Reservations are recommended. Visit paliosf.com to view our menus and make a reservation today. Welcome back to Sports Econ 101. One more time, I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Russell Jackman. And our special uh, guest is Bulls, Chicago Bulls scout, Dave Bullwinkle. All right, uh, second trivia question. Uh, which Bulls player had the nickname Big Sexy? Talking about the 2010-2011 season. Anyone? <laughs> Well, I'm looking at the roster right now. Okay. No, I don't know. No. And I'm going to guess Carlos Boozer. No. Kurt Thomas. Kurt Thomas. Kurt Thomas. I'm trying to, I, I, don't, I, I can barely remember him. Played, played at TCU. He was at the end I of his career. I don't remember him being sexy at all. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe that's just one man's opinion. <laughs> 
Oh yeah, I I don't I don't even know who would have named him that. Uh, Was mine. What like. What's that? Okay. Yeah, um, I think I, before I, we move, move on to other I, sports, I think of. I, actually, let me ask Dave this question, because um, we, we started to touch on this last week, and we didn't get enough to do it. Uh, now, this is this is more of a, a football slash lacrosse question. Um, Alabama quarterback Tyler Buckner is transferring out to play lacrosse next year. Have you ever had a situation where you recruited someone uh, for, for basketball, and then suddenly they just said, no, nah, you know what, I want to play baseball instead, or, you know, lacrosse or water polo? That's a really good question. I, I I don't remember in my 25 years coaching a college a player that that we recruited that left to play another sport. Um, no, I don't. Uh, but yeah. we certainly know that sometimes, especially now, because some of the what what were one time referred to as the Olympic sports are gaining more more attention, and certainly lacrosse is a good one. My question for you is. Edward, where is he transferring to? Is it a, a lacrosse power like Maryland or John Hopkins? I don't, you know, I, I, I don't know. Uh, is it possible he'll stay at Alabama? I don't Maybe know if Alabama even has a lacrosse program. Yeah, I'm not sure. Uh, just as transferring, I, I just have this just a quick little snippet of transferring out, and then, and yeah, maybe it's going to another. I'd have to look it up. Um, but uh, you know, being being a scout, I'm, I'm kind of curious. How often do you, because I know that you talk to the parents of the players as well. You know, you, you want to get a good, don't you? Because you don't, you, nope. you want to get a, nope. really? Can't, can't do that, don't, but I talk to a lot of people to find out about the parents. I'll tell you an interesting one that's, oh. that's, that's like that. There's a young man that's a very good junior in Austin, Texas. Uh, and his name is Hudson Greer. And his father, Josh Greer, played for us when I was the head coach at St. Mary's. I fielded a number of calls from colleges who are recruiting Hudson, wanting to do background work on the father to find out if he's going to be a helicopter parent and the pain in the rear end, or if he's a good guy. And so that's, it's funny. I was at the Creighton, I was at the Creighton UNLV game on Wednesday, last Wednesday night. And, uh, Greg McDermott, the Creighton coach, who I know, part of the reason I know him, we drafted his son, Doug. Mac came up to me and said, hey, we're recruiting Hudson Greer. Why can't you tell me about his dad? So, yes, uh, there's an inter- it's not just to find out if the parents are good people, but what how they interact with their kid. Very interesting. Now, was that a rule change? I mean, I'm sure in the old days you could probably, you know, there was all kinds of things you could, we're, nothing was on the table. We're not supposed to have any contact with <laughs> athletes that are not eligible for the draft. So in other words, if I'm at a game and a young man's a junior or something, I, I don't talk with him. Um, when I was doing a lot of TV work in the mountain for the Mountain West Conference, I had to be very careful of that. So uh, I, I would confine my conversation with any underclass player to just things that pertain to the broadcast I was doing and not anything that might benefit the Bulls from a knowledge standpoint. Well, that's a walk on a fine line, you know. But what it happens was. when you have a, what happens when you have a, a junior who wants to, uh, you know, say, "Listen, I want to forego my senior year to to, to go to the uh, NBA draft." Now, there's a way How's they that- get information. There's a an advisory committee that the NBA has that's made up of a number of general managers, 
and assistant general managers. And the gentleman who's an assistant commissioner in the NBA oversees this. And if Edward, you're a very good junior and you're interested in figuring out what might be my value in the draft, should I leave early? Yeah. Uh, you can ask the NBA and they will basically do a straw poll of administrators and on, on the 30 teams and give you some feedback. Oh, that's good. Now, what about high school to college? Well, they can't go high school to college anymore because there's the one and done. They've got to go to, they got to go to either once they graduate from high school, they're not eligible to draft until they turn 19 and a year after they've gotten out of high school. Now there's some non-traditional ways people are doing that. Now there are a number of very good players who graduated from high school in the year 2023 that are playing for the G league ignite team in Las Vegas, who I actually saw, I saw them play last Tuesday and a number of other ones have gone to play in the NBL, which is the National Basketball League in Australia. Hmm. Uh, so that's another way to to get that year in. They don't go straight from from high school into the NBA. Gotcha. When did that change? When did that change? About fifteen years ago. You're a little bit behind. Yeah, I was going to say because <laughs> I mean I know LeBron did that, and uh, no, no, was, LeBron, uh, Kevin Garnett. Yes, you're 100 yeah, percent correct. I think, I that think changed about fifteen. Fact is. I've been working on the player personnel side for 19 years, and it changed before because I never had to go watch high school games. Gotcha. Go ahead, Russell. Interesting. Yeah, I think Randy White may have uh, may have changed that. I think the the situation in Dallas when they had the failure of Randy White when they drafted Randy White, who was supposed to be the next Carl Malone. And he was a total failure, and he had a lot of personal problems because they just that, thrust yeah. him into the NBA, and he wasn't ready. I think that. No, Russell, this exists. That, that, that player, wasn't the situation. The, the player think that, of, but the player think of from Iowa State is Royce White, okay? And he was drafted by Houston, and he, he oh, did Royce have White. a lot of issues, yes. But the, yeah. there was long before that the, the rule was changed. Yeah, because these kids, I mean, just think about it. When you're 18 years old, you know nothing. Okay. You, you know, you, you maybe know how to play basketball to at least a certain level. But, you know, playing uh, with, you know, playing going from high school to college is a is a big transition. And then college to, to the pros. <clears throat> so, yeah, it's it's the, the very rare. I mean, obviously, LeBron did it well and uh, Kobe did it well. And even Sean Kemp did it well. I guess he, he was he was one of the first guys, wasn't he? Yeah, you're correct. Hey, there we go. I knew I was going to be correct about something. Um, Okay, so uh, let's see here. Uh, You know, just also going back to the crime issue thing, uh, this is more of a baseball thing. Apparently Buster Posey said the wives and the players don't want to be in San Francisco due to crime and drugs. Uh, And he thinks that that's a major reason why um, uh, Shohei Itani didn't sign with the Giants. Now, I I don't know if Shohei said that, you know, because he basically just stayed in SoCal. SoCal. Um, now, Chicago is, you know, got its issues, too. I don't know. Is the Bulls Stadium, like, is that in the south side? No, it's on the no. west side, in the okay. near west, the west loop, uh, about is it? a mile west of right downtown Chicago. So uh, would you consider that a uh, safe neighborhood, not so good? What? Uh... Yeah, I... Uh, um, if I was walking from the arena, that's also where the uh, same arena the Blackhawks play in. If I was walking from the arena downtown, 
late at night, I wouldn't necessarily want to walk alone. But if I were with someone, I've had would have no problem, and I have actually done that. Okay, so uh, you know, the I think I was just thinking that you know the the big benefit you have with the fact of uh, being for the Bulls, you know, uh, with all the championships and the Michael Jordan, et cetera. Uh, how much easier do you have recruiting players as compared to, let's say, the Orlando Magic? No, it's it's, it's a non-factor, and we say it's non-factor because. Okay. I don't have my job is to evaluate them and make recommendations on who we should draft. It's not like college. Now, what you what you're talking about, Edward, though, does come into play in free agency. And in free agency, right. is the city a uh, uh, what a, a, a prize destination by free agents? And I I think the, when you talk about the championships, the problem is that they were all so long ago. Most of the young yeah. men that are free agents now weren't even alive then. Oh, God. It's, ama- it's amazing. <laughs> you know, they might know Michael Jordan. They might not know who else even played on that team. They wouldn't know Scottie Pippen? Holy smokes. There are some that would not because it's amazing wow. that the young players today, the dearth of knowledge of the history of the game. They're great athletes and great players. Yeah but they don't know the game like maybe we did as kids coming up. Wow. You know, it's funny. It, the thing that doesn't surprise me is, is that uh, like, it's funny, our, our old uh, uh, colleague here on the show, Vern Glenn was telling us that one time he was sitting in, a, I guess, in a dentist chair and somehow he got to talking about the Colts, uh, you know, for football. And he was, you go, Oh yeah, I used to cover them, you know, uh, the Baltimore Colts. And she said, no, 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 Indianapolis Colts. He says, yeah. no, but before Indianapolis, they were in Baltimore. She goes, no, they weren't. Yeah. <laughs> She'd never heard that. of Lenny Moore, Johnny Unitas, or Al Namichi. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Johnny Unitas was uh, one of my favorite players back in back in the old days. That was when Russell was just a child. Right, Russell? <laughs> um, I'm not even sure. Uh, Johnny Unitas was playing like in the early 60s, right? Uh, late fifties, actually, but 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 he did play United in the sixties, and then the, yeah, late fifties. So I I didn't even exist. I didn't even exist. Well, I didn't exist in the late fifties either. We, I, I know uh, our our friend Dave did, but, uh, but yes, I did. I think, I think, I'm guessing, right? Okay. Oh, no, I did. Oh yeah. <laughs> I, I don't want. I don't want to. I don't want to age you before your time. You know. No Dave, problem. I, I have a question for you. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yeah, Dave. Dave, I have a question for you, and that is um, right now Chicago is kind of in a transitional state. There's a lot of talk that they're going to get rid of um, uh, 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 a lot of players or that there's talk that they want to get rid of um, uh, Zach. They want to get rid of uh, Vucevic, and they're talking about getting rid of um, uh, maybe a couple other players. Do you think Chicago is going to pull the trigger on that, or do you think that they're going to try to ride it out and just add a couple more players to the roster and see if they can make a playoff run? Because they just they've been so short so much recently and haven't been contenders for anything significant. What do you think the odds are that they're going to basically blow up the clown and start over again? Well, that's above my pay grade. All right, I don't make those decisions, and and so and I really don't I really don't know. Uh, honest to God, I don't know. And if I did, I wouldn't tell you just because yeah. I'd, get, I'd get in trouble. Now, the one, per, the one person I don't want them to get rid of is me. 
because on the first on the first and fifteenth of every month, I'm yeah. a very big Bulls fan and want to see us be successful. <laughs> Well, you you may have Got to uh, tie up the laces and uh, and play there, Dave. Were you were you big Were you a big player? We have just a, a little bit of time here. Were you big Were you a big basketball player? I, I was a good player. I was nineteen points a game in high school and got recruited by oh. some people. All right, but, that, that's fair enough. Yeah. Okay, you ready? Here's our third trivia question. Which bull? We're talking to 2010, uh, 2011 season. Which Bulls center went to, underwent? thumb surgery on December 18th, 2010, and missed a significant amount of the season because of the injury. That's, I think, an easier question for you guys. All right. Uh, stay with us. Sports Econ 101. I'll be right back with some closing comments. Don't touch that bell. Do you have Medicare and do you use a CPAP machine? This is a national healthcare alert regarding your CPAP supplies. Using a clean CPAP mask and clean supplies is important to staying healthy. The best way to make sure your CPAP equipment is clean is to get new supplies. If you have Medicare, we have great news. Medicare will pay for you to have new clean supplies every 90 days. We'll even do all the paperwork for you to make sure that there's little to no out-of-pocket cost to you. And you don't even have to leave your home. We provide free in-home delivery. So if you're a CPAP user and you have Medicare, staying healthy with new CPAP equipment is easy. Just make this free phone call right now to get started. Sponsored by Specialty Medical. 800-913-9739-800-913-9739-800-913-9739. That's 800-913-9739. If you're struggling to keep up with conversations, avoiding restaurants because you can't understand the waiter, if you've got the TV volume way, way up, then you really need these. These tiny but powerful little hearing aids are the Nano CIC Rechargeable, priced at only $297 for a full pair. And no, these are not simply amplifiers. These are ultra-high quality, ultra-reliable hearing aids, priced thousands less than other hearing aids. They fit right in your ear, nothing shows on the back of your ear, and at only $297 for a full pair. When you order today, Nano will give you a 45-day money-back guarantee. Order right now and Nano will give you a free portable charging case, and even ship them to you for free. Here's the number, call now. 800-278-1738-800-278-1738-800-278-1738 That's 800-278-1738. How would you like to publish and sell your own audiobook? Great stories deserve great storytelling. Audiobook Network provides professional voice actors and full production services for every author's manuscript. You'll choose from one of our many voice actors. Bring your story to life with audiobooks. Consumers are mobile these days, and having an audiobook helps authors reach a larger customer base, which increases book sales. From narration, production, and editing, to distribution, promotion, and sales, Audiobook Network does it all for you. We hold your hand throughout the entire production process. We'll create an audiobook that you can be proud of. It doesn't cost or take as much time as you may think. In fact, for us, it's pretty easy. It's what we do. If you've got a published print book, ebook, or even a manuscript, give Audiobook 
Network a call right now and get our free audiobook guide. 800-514-0521. 800-514-0521. That's 800-514-0521. Welcome back to Sports Econ 101. Last time for today, I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Russell Jackson and our special guest, Chicago Bulls scout, Dave Bullwinkle. And our third trivia question is, which Bulls center underwent thumb surgery on December 18th, 2010, and missed a significant amount of the season because of the injury? Anybody? Amir Osik. Joaquin Noah. Uh, Joaquin, Joaquin Noah. Yes. Yeah. That's great. Which, uh, by the way, you guys remember his dad? Quite a, quite an, an illustrious tennis player. I'd rather he, meet his mother. She was a great model from Sweden. Ah, yes, yes, yes. And by the way, just as an aside, Joe Kim is, was one, still is, one of the nicest young men I've ever been around. My, really? my okay. line on Joe Kim, I told Joe one time, I said, I wish you date my daughter it would piss yeah. off her husband but i wish you'd date my daughter he looked at me i said you know as a father you can't pay a young man a bigger compliment than to say yeah. i wish you'd go out with my daughter and that that's, that's there, there's some players there's some players you want on your roster but you don't want them to marry your daughter and yeah. some you want to marry your daughter but you don't want them on your roster <laughs> so if you get the joe was Joe was both a wonderful person who really made great contributions to the Chicago community, to the underprivileged kids, especially through the Noah's Ark Foundation, and also a great player. Very good. All right, Dave Bullwinkle, thank you again for being our guest. Okay, here's our thoughts for the day. Uh, What's the difference between the Christmas alphabet and the regular alphabet? The Christmas alphabet has Noel. Uh, uh, I've got one. For, I got one along those lines for you, Edward. Go ahead. Basketball's like Christmas. The more you give, the more you get. Oh, very good. I like that. Yeah, Steph Curry would attest to that one. Okay, yes. and uh, did you hear about the man who stole an advent that, that's calendar? That's not at my house, by the way. The more I give, the less I get. <laughs> yeah, that's the way it is with most at, of us. At my house, I, I, the more I give, I never get anything back. So. <laughs> That's because you're a dad and all you're supposed to do is give. Okay, and did you hear about the man who stole an advent calendar? Yes. He, he got 25 days. All right, tune in next week to Sports Econ 101, where we're going to be discussing sports topics from a business perspective, asking more sports trivia questions, and, of course, having more dad talks for the day. Thanks for listening. On behalf of our team, I'm your host, Edward Brown. We'll see you next week. So long. <laughs>